0: It's time for the November 19th, 2021 edition of Weekly Signals, Weekly Review. An oral aggregate of the last 168 hours of history, broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine without any test on KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine, California. I am Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And? That. As always... The party crasher who caught Paris Hilton's bridal bouquet. (laughs) Mahler, the fake news dog. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Today, we'll be talking about beer. Ooh. Yeah, you like beer. I like beer. Orb weavers. Orb weavers. Orb weavers. Okay, yeah. Vizio. Yes. DIY, Cop 26, Malcolm X, Hopscotch, and then some. Oh, but first. Yes. Do you ever eat a hot dog, Mike? Not in years.
1: But I did enjoy a good dog now and then. Yeah? Yeah, but I haven't but had one. But not anymore. I haven't had one. you sworn off dogs. Well, I've had a tofu dog. Does that yeah. count? Is that oh, count? sure. Okay. Then I've had I it. think so. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm All not right. a purist.
1: Okay. But, and I, and yeah. I've had some good ones, by the yeah. way. Good meatless hot dogs, yes.
0: I have a Facebook friend. His name is Rip Renz. <laughs> yes. He is. Don't laugh. No, that's, that's an a nice interesting name. Rip it's a great yeah. name. Yeah. He used to write for the L.A. Times and all sorts of good stuff. Okay. A poet, a great writer, okay. and a kook. <laughs> okay. But he has uh, recommended me field roast classic smoked frankfurters. Okay. They're vegan. Oh, and they're supposedly yummy. Okay. So I'm going to try some. You
1: know, the meatless technology has taken a giant leap forward in, in uh-huh. the last few years. It used to be like eating kind of mushy. Yeah. It was it was exactly. uncomfortable yeah. to eat a tofu dog. It just felt like I should do this, but I don't want to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and now they, they're flavorful. Yes, they are. And they have texture. Yes. That's the important part yes. I find. Yes. I'm a big food texture guy myself, I'm with you yeah. I'm with you From the journal of environmental psychology 40% of American kids think hot dogs and bacon are plants
1: <laughs> Well
0: yeah at least in this study <laughs> Yes a team of psychologists asked children to categorize a range of foods including cheese french fries bacon popcorn shrimp almond and eggs yeah you know that kind of food Yeah ah, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah. yeah 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 when you going to chime in the responses proved once again that children are ignorant little cutie pies <laughs> now yeah. i would i would be very
1: curious where this survey was taken now if this thing was taken in idaho i'd yeah. say wow they're really they don't get it yet yeah but if it was taken in silver lake yeah then they may think that because it says on their their whole earth labeled Hot dogs. Yeah, you haven't heard the whole story oh, okay, This is okay, crazy. Okay.
0: 47% of the 176 children participants yeah. believe that French fries came from animals. Okay. See, so so it's not like okay. they think everything is a plant. All right. They Got thought it. French fries were animals. Okay. That's crazy. That is crazy. I don't know why they would do that. 44% <laughs> thought cheese was plant-based. Okay. I can understand that kind of even chicken nuggets were misidentified as coming from plants 38% of the time chicken chicken (laughs) children Uh, you know like in the chicken flower I don't know around 30% thought popcorn and almonds were animal based that's another one that you go what (laughs) what they look like does an almond look like a part (laughs) of an animal I don't know. I don't know. And it appears that there's a lot of confusion about what is and isn't edible. With a majority of young whippersnappers believing that cows, 77%, pigs, 73%, and chicken, 65%, are inedible. Okay. Like you, you wouldn't be able to eat a chicken, which is absolutely ridiculous. Nathan. Yeah. What is the age group? We're talking six-year-olds, fives?
1: What, what it, did, does it have? Did it just say kids?
0: Yeah, it just said kids Because <laughs> I don't Because
1: I would be really depressed if this was like middle schoolers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I think if this I were... Think,
0: I think they were UCI graduate <laughs> students. Yeah.
1: Uh, I can just imagine, you know, a whole bunch of snot, snooty people in France, snotty right? Snotty snooty. Snotty snooty people yeah. in France going, oh, these Americans. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. so <laughs> ignorant.
0: On the plus side, five percent believe that cat was a type of food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mahler. As Mahler knows, <laughs> it is a type of food. Yeah. Do you drink beer when you have that hot dog?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have a, I have have yeah. I Even had a beer on. You know, the last beer I had was on my birthday. That's the that's the last time I had beer. But yes,
0: yeah, I like a good
1: glass of beer. Yes, uh-huh. I do.
0: So. I like a big head on the beer, too. No, yeah. People like try to make the head disappear. Yeah, yeah. I think, what are they doing? That's the most fun part. Well, you stick your nose in there. And yeah, you, you stick it in there. And amazing. it also, I think it kind of, when, it, when the little bubbles pop, mm-hmm. they let off a fragrance. I agree. And you get your nose and you sniff that stuff. <laughs> From studyfinds.org, mm-hmm. researchers in Japan believe they found a way to make one of the key ingredients in beer more resistant to the impact of climate change. That's good. In this case, too much rain. It's not because it's too hot, Mm -hmm. but using genetic manipulation, a team from Okayama University have created the perfect barley which won't sprout before the harvest season, which happens when you get a lot of rain. You see, too much rain can cause, uh, can result in the untimely sprouting of of barley. The study's authors say farmers can avoid this problem if their barley had a longer dormancy period. And to help make that possible, the team turned to gene editing technology to change the makeup of barley. Oh,
1: well, there you go. Yeah.
0: So now we can uh, all down a brewski mm-hmm. while we watch the world burn. Yes. Yeah. Thank no God. More worries.
1: I was a little bit concerned about that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That would be terrible. Yeah.
0: You're reading all this horrible news like it's, Vancouver yeah. has been right. cut off from the rest of the planet right. because of the flooding. Right.
1: And it's yeah. 135, you know, yeah. in, in Newport Beach. Hey,
0: let's crack a beer. Let's
1: crack a beer. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: From News 19 in Atlanta. Yeah. Millions of huge invasive spiders. They say huge. I don't think they're that huge. They're like three inches big. When, when they spread their legs out. You yeah. know, if you tickle their tummies, they spread their legs out. Okay. Three inches. Anyway, these big... huge invasive spiders native to East Asia have spun their thick three-dimensional golden spider webs on power lines, porches, and vegetable patches all over Georgia this year.
1: Yeah. They're just waiting for those people to die off so they can start munching away on... Or really carcasses You're
0: waiting for georgia people I, georgians georgians to pass?
1: well you know they're just getting ready
0: for the big i uh, i saw a picture global of,
1: i yeah i saw a picture of them of of one of, of the georgians? spiders of, of georgians and of they spiders. looked and they looked yummy no the uh, the, the spiders and the, i've seen spiders that look very much like that in my dad's backyard
0: the no nephidea clavata
1: yeah well they're probably not but they look very similar they're yellow they were no that's the thing they were more of a a goldish hue than they were yellow
0: huh. yeah they're called joros or trichno in the philia, uh the clavata they're part of a group of spiders norm- known as orb weavers okay yeah.
1: orb weavers
0: yeah for okay. their highly organized wheel-shaped webs common in japan china korea and taiwan joro females have colorful yellow blue and red markings on their bodies hmm. They can measure three inches across when their legs are fully extended, okay. like we said. Yeah. It's not clear exactly how and when the first Joro spider arrived in the US. Hmm. You don't know how it got here. Okay. It's been said that the spiders arrived in a shipping container that was dropped off somewhere along Interstate 85 in Georgia.
1: Well, that just sounds like yeah. like a folk tale. Yeah,
0: I know. I think they just booked first just... class on kayak and came over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know exactly. What, what the heck. Experts say general spiders are not a threat to humans or dogs and cats well that's which is which yeah. is very good as far as Mahler goes, yeah Mahler. Yeah, Mahler. yeah yeah, not a threat, Mahler. thank you, and won't bite dogs or cats or humans unless they're feeling very threatened yeah, I so, go out of
1: my way not to threaten spiders,
0: yeah, I try to catch them me too. do you do that? What do yeah. you catch them with?
1: Well, you know, the old tried and true, you take a piece of paper, a thicker, like almost cardboard. And a cardboard, lasso, right? And a lasso, exactly. Yeah. But then when they start, you know, piece fighting. Of paper. And then, you know, a piece of paper and a jar. And oh, yeah, a jar. And slide yeah. it under the spider and just put the jar over them and say, we're going somewhere else right now.
0: I put the jar in them first. Okay, yes. I go, bam, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I don't want to hurt them, but no. I do it fast because they're quick sometimes. Yeah, you
1: don't want to accidentally munch them because yeah. you, cause they were trying to get away. That would be boom! Yeah,
0: exactly. I've got them on the ceiling that way. Yes. On a ladder. Yeah. I've been up, you know, like a 10 foot ceiling on a ladder. Boom! Yeah. And then you get not a piece of paper. I usually get it's a little bit thicker, cardboard. Yeah. So right. it holds yeah. Yeah. stiff. Right. Exactly. And then you just barely tip the edge of the glass up exactly. or the jar and then, whatever and slide it and in you there. have to make sure he gets yeah. up uh, gets
1: on the on the on top yeah. of the paper you don't yeah, want yeah. his little legs to exactly. be exactly you broken. just kind of ease it in there exactly and yeah right. I,
0: sometimes i talk to him
1: yeah. yeah i was just gonna say i always talk to them i, I haven't just... given you
0: a break here spider yeah. Yeah, exactly you know if this was, if you walked into any other house exactly. you'd just be crushed yes but here yeah. we yes. take care of our spiders I call him spider. Hey, spider guy. Yeah, that's spider what I guy.
1: Say, hey, spider guy. Come on. We're just going to go. My
0: spiders are all called Steve. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know why, <laughs> but oh, Steve's stuck.
1: Yeah. And there, there you go. And you slide it in there and, <sighs> and they're gone. And they're happy. Because then I see them out there making webs that I walk into. Yep. And it freaks me out. Like, oh, yeah. I walk right into my face and I've seen <laughs> yeah, like a spiders. spider like yeah. two inches yeah. from my grill. I like that. Yeah, that's fun.
0: Uh, as an added plus, Juro spiders can help suppress mosquitoes and mm-hmm. biting flies, and are one of the few spiders that will catch and eat brown mar- marmorated stink bugs, which are a serious pest to crops. Hmm. So they can actually do some good down there.
1: I'm all in favor. Yeah,
0: from Vice. Vice, this is good news, Mike. Oh, good. Kind of, yeah. I hope good. that this is good news. Okay. I hope. You know, it's the truth, I hope. Good news on the do-it-yourself front. In a major shift in policy, Apple says it will sell the parts and tools necessary for DIY iPhone repair. It will also make repair guides available to the public. According to Apple, self-service repair will be available early next year in the US and gradually expand to other countries. The initial focus will be on screens, batteries, and cameras, but will expand. Customers will have access to repair manuals and will be able to order Apple parts and tools online. Okay. And after they've completed their own repair, they can return the broken parts to Apple Store for store credit. Okay. That's pretty cool. That is very
1: cool. This is in response, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, to the right to repair movement that has been up in arms, especially in regards to apple Mm -hmm. in that you were essentially your any kind of warranty any sort of service that you might get in the future is nullified if you were to take it to somebody who would repair your apple computer phone whatever yeah and and this has been a trend across businesses now for many years which is They're trying to essentially squeeze out the people who fix your stuff in order for them to sell you more stuff because there's a planned obsolescence in all of this stuff and so this maybe is some kind of a you know reconfiguring that relationship right yeah i hope
0: did you ever try to change the battery in your iphone no i tried it once because i said you know it's crazy why should i give somebody a hundred dollars when i got you know a twenty dollar or less battery okay and I even got the iFixit. That's a place that's yeah. part of the repair movement. You know? uh-huh. So I'm what I found out, and I'm sure I told the story before. I opened it. It took me a while, but I wanted to do it right. You know, I'm following all the instructions and I get to inside of it. Uh-huh. And when I tried to do the last thing, pry the battery out, it was stuck. It was glued. Uh-huh. Some in the manufacturing of it, they had glued the battery in. And later on, in fact, just recently, I read that they had done this. They had done this to make it impossible uh-huh. to change your own battery to repair yeah. your own phone. Yeah. And I don't know what they would have done. It's probably why Apple was saying, be sure you have your phone backed up when you take it in to change your battery if you go to one of their genius bars. Right. Well, the genius bar is probably just, I don't know what they did when yeah. they tried to take it out.
1: Yeah, that's glued. Yeah.
0: Where were we? From Gizmodo. Mm-hmm. Vizio. Do you ever have a Vizio TV? I
1: have one. Actually, yes, I have one yeah. in my in. The, yes, I do. I is it a smart TV? Uh, it hasn't said anything to me, so yeah. I don't know how smart it is. But yeah, I think so. I think it is. I don't use it. You, you don't use the smart. I, part I don't of use it. the smart. I turn it on and search for mindless entertainment. On. On the Vizio uh, TV. Do you
0: have the? Uh, the apps, you know, do you have YouTube come up on screen on the TV itself? No. No, no. no. Okay. Oh. Well, Vizio, the television manufacturer, now makes twice as much money from advertising as they do from selling TVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Companies' recent third quarter earnings show $57 million in gross profit from advertising in viewer data or data, as I want to call it from now on. Mm-hmm. That was more than double the $25 million in gross profit from actual TV sales. Those advertising profits, profits mark an 88% over, year over year increase for Vizio. Smart TVs are already popular and are expected to be in 90% of North American households by 2024. So they're just gathering da- data.
1: It's two on, things. It's just like Facebook or one of these other applications or technologies, and that is you're the product. Yeah. You are, you are the fact they will give you a TV, practically yeah. speaking, so that they can do exactly what you're talking about.
0: This offloading of costs away from hardware isn't limited to just smart TV makers either. Roku, whose $30 streaming players can turn virtually any TV into a smart device. Mm-hmm. You know those guys. Yeah. They're in effect an advertising company too. In the second quarter of this year, Roku's platform segment, which includes advertising revenue, raked in $532 million.
1: I know I I sound like a lunatic when I say these things, but I really believe that there is a right to expect privacy. The expectation of privacy is completely obliterated in our society that you are not essentially allowed to be anywhere where you're connecting with anything with the outside world and not be advertised to, right? I mean, I, I just, I find it offensive. I, I And I, I know I'm probably sounding like a grumpy old man, but whatever.
0: Well, when you s- stick your finger in a vice, they're gonna squeeze it. Yes, I get so it. So don't yes. stick your finger in the vice. I agree. Vice. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. But
1: when I buy the TV, when I go on Facebook, when I go on net Netflix or whatever, yes, I I understand that part of it. But it's so obnoxious and it's so pervasive that I I feel like you should be able to carve out a space where it isn't the case. We well, can carve
0: it out right here on KUCI. You, yes, you can. We're exactly. not we're not gathering your data. No, and we don't advertise. No. We so, don't do any of that stuff. Right. Speaking of that, yeah. advertising. Good did point. you hear that LA Staples Center will be renamed? I did. Yeah. It will now be called QAnon Center. <laughs> because QAnon had enough money, and yeah. that's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. You know, QAnon Center. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's gonna yeah.
1: be. Well, it'll be nutty. Just you know, walking in there, it'll yeah. be kind of crazy. Yeah. You yeah. know, people.
0: Ah, uh, I'm kidding. It's going to be called Crypto.com Center, They're guess, com- They're coming. Which I guess is just as bad as QAnon in some ways. Yes, it is. The change will take place on Christmas Day. How lovely.
1: The, the Lakers are playing somebody. Who is yeah. it? The Clippers. Yeah, or... And they'll have some ceremony. Yeah, in Welcome
0: were... to Crypto.com.
1: Exactly.
0: Crypto.com is a cryptocurrency exchange app, yes. among other things. Yes. It paid more than $700 million, it will be, over 20 years for the arena name, one of the biggest such deals ever. But according to our good friend Michael Hiltzik, who writes the good business column over there on the LA Times, he says, history tells us that naming rights to sports venues signal at best a very short-term prominence of the named companies, and at worst, a high water mark followed by a downslide. Exactly. For the venue owner, they can turn into an embarrassment when the name holder goes bust or worse. Yeah. Remember Enron Field? I was just gonna say. Yeah.
1: That was exactly what I was gonna say. It's the
0: name of the Houston Astros ballpark starting in 1999 when the energy company reached a 30-year, $100 million deal for the rights. Three years later, Enron was bankrupt. It's named synonymous with corporate fraud. The Astros bought back the rights for 2.1 million in 2002 and the field is now named Cheater Park. Yes. Yeah.
1: As it should be. Yeah, and yeah. so so too will the Staple Center be known. In in a, yeah. not, a not too distant future we'll find out this whole thing is yeah. one gigantic ponzi scheme. Ponzi Park. It'll be Ponzi Welcome yeah. to Ponzi Arena.
0: Yeah. If this news helps you appreciate KUCI's independence from corporate sponsorship, may I recommend a donation to KUCI right now? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. Commercial free, free form, free speech radio, KUCI-FM. From the L.A. Times, an op-ed by Peter Kalmus, an American climate scientist and writer based in Altadena, California. He's a climate scientist at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. That's NASA. NASA. Uh, administration. That's in uh, jet, at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory JPL. over there in yes. Pasadena. Yes. He says the one thing the Climate Summit in Glasgow, Scotland made clear is that we... Uh, are just in a business-as-usual mode. Yes, we are. Yeah, so there's no real meaningful change in nope. what happened. No, The soft pledges made at COP26 might have been acceptable decades ago, but not now. We need to shift and shift fast to non-fossil fuels, to renewable energy. Yeah. The results of COP26 were really no surprise, given that the single biggest delegation present was the fossil fuel industry itself.
1: At 500 people there or something crazy, yeah. right?
0: Yep, Lobbyists? Yeah. In the three decades of UN climate meetings beginning with the Earth Summit in 1992, the buildup of fossil fuel, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has roughly doubled. Yeah. Yeah. Yet no one has a plan to stop the terrifying and irreversible destruction of Earth's life support systems.
1: I just, I just saw a uh, clip of Carl Sagan speaking to Congress, by the way, he wasn't at the local PTA yes. meeting. He was speaking to Congress in 1985, warning of the dire consequences yeah. of the track, we are the path we were on in 1985. 85. 30 what, the, what does that make that? Uh, 15, a long time ago. 36 years ago, yes. Mm-hmm. He said, the end is nigh if we don't do something about this.
0: This is kind of a drop quote for Kalmus here. For me as a climate scientist, watching COP26 conclude without commitments to end carbon dioxide emissions was like watching a group of firefighters standing around squabbling in front of burning houses with children inside. Yeah. And they're your houses. Yeah,
1: he's right. That's, that's, a,
0: that's a tough no. quote,
1: but yes, he's right. It is as if they have come to some um, realization that there isn't anything that they can do at this point and that
0: whatever's going to happen, it happens. And well, that's not true. That's not true. I, I don't believe that at all. I think they just want to make money. That's I think I'm, that they yeah. can just take it easy and squeak through this. I think they really don't care that much about a lot of people dying, right. as long as it's not them. Right. From The Guardian. Right. Just four days after the climate talks in Scotland, where Joe Biden vowed the US will lead by example in helping prevent climate hell on earth, the president's own administration is providing a jarring contradiction The largest ever sale of oil and gas drilling leases in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. As they say, what happens in the Paleolithic burns in the Paleolithic. Yeah. Yeah. The U.S. federal government is launching an auction of more than 80 million acres of gulf for fossil fuel extraction. That's a record sell-off. The enormous size of the lease sale, covering an area that is twice as big as Florida, is BS, is what it is at this time. It's completely depressing. It is, It. it,
1: yeah, I I don't even know what to say anymore, except that your children and your children's children will, and we will, you and I even, will be around to watch. Yeah, I think so. I think Mm -hmm. you're going to be...
0: For... I'm already, to tell you the truth, yeah, yeah. I'm already paying for it. Yeah, Just because of the concern. Just because of the sickness that I feel because of it going on. Yeah. And it's getting hotter. It's getting warmer. People up in Vancouver are experiencing floods that yeah. are cutting them off from the rest of the
1: world. Was it in the summer? It wasn't even in the summer they were getting 120-degree days. And now here we are in October, and they're getting... Massive flooding.
0: Coming in the aftermath of the climate summit, this is just mind boggling. It's hard to imagine a more hypocritical and dangerous thing for the administration to do. At least it's not the Trump administration. They would have probably
1: (laughs) Well, they would have Uh, held a ceremony on the White House lawn. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's incredibly reckless and we think unlawful too. It's just immensely disappointing, said Kristen Monsell. She's a senior attorney at the Center for Biological Diversity. Remember, you're listening to KUCI eighty-eight point nine FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at Facebook at facebook dot com slash kuci eighty-eight point nine, on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com Tumblr dot com, on Twitter and Instagram at kuci fm, and on the web at kuci dot org. Remember what?
1: i uh, just beating this subject to death here, and I, I apologize in advance, but. Many years ago, you and I were sitting here talking about climate, climate change, and I said, one of the things that really scares me that I've heard is a possibility, and it seems to be more probable all the time, is when the ocean currents start to slow down. Yeah, And to this last week, I just saw another article in which they further evidence that these very important stream of of water circulating around northern Europe and Iceland and that Greenland area is slowing down. And my point in bringing it up is, first of all, it's a it's a horrific idea that that's happening. The second thing is, if by some miracle, we're able to quell the impacts of carbon in our atmosphere and begin to reverse some of these very damaging trends, how do you speed up a current in the ocean? Because that is represents an irreparable damage to the people of Northern Europe and beyond.
0: Well, it's the calamity that's going to happen when things change. Yeah. It's not like, you know, we can't ever recover from it. We'll recover, but in a whole different mode and in different places. And the migration and all that will happen on account of that can bring all sorts of hell on earth. From the New York Times. This week, the Times reported on a special military operation in Syria that happened in 2019, where... American F-15 dropped a 500-pound bomb on a crowd of women and children, despite the fact that there was a drone with eyes on the crowd at the time. Who dropped that? A confused analyst typed on a secure chat system being used by those monitoring the drone. Another analyst responded, we just dropped on 50 women and children. The Baghouz strike was one of the largest civilian casualty incidents of the war against the Islamic State and it killed 80 civilians in the end. That's how many died in this, but it's never been publicly acknowledged by the U.S. military. The death toll was almost immediately apparent to U.S. military officials and a legal officer flagged the strike as a possible war crime that required an investigation. But at nearly every step, the military made moves that concealed the catastrophic strike. Reports were delayed, sanitized, and classified. US-led coalition forces bulldozed the blast site, and top leaders were not notified. The human rights organization Raka is being slaughtered silently, posted photos of the bodies calling it a terrible massacre. You wonder why people believe in crap like QAnon. This is why. because there are secrets that we don't, you know, our government conceals, horrible catastrophes that they conceal.
1: This is always the conceit. It's not as if the people who were impacted by that explosion don't know what happened. Own it. Yes, this happened. It was tragic, horrible, will never happen again. We'll make sure it never happens again. And we will do our best to mitigate what happened instead of doing what they're doing, which is pretending it didn't happen.
0: I got to say, at least the Biden administration owned up to that when we were pulling out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Right. Right. Yeah. David Eubank, a former U.S. Army Special Forces soldier who now runs the humanitarian organization Free Burma Rangers, walked through the area about a week after the strike and said the place has been pulverized by airstrikes. There was a lot of fresh bulldozed earth and the stink of bodies underneath. Uh, well here's some kind of happy news (laughs) okay from cnn the 1966 convictions of two men convicted of killing malcolm x were thrown out after a lengthy investigation validating long-held doubts about who killed the civil rights leader for decades historians have cast doubt on the case against the two men muhammad aziz and khalil islam who spent more than 20 years in prison right their exoneration represents a remarkable acknowledgement of grave errors made in the 1965 murder of one of america's america's most influential black leaders a 22-month investigation conducted jointly by the manhattan district attorney's office and lawyers for the two men found that prosecutors and two of the nation's premier law enforcement agency the fbi and the new york police department had withheld evidence that, had it been turned over, would likely have led to the men's acquittal. Yes. And Again,
1: there's and it's,
0: it's no wonder yeah. that people believe this kind of crap, right. Because this kind of crap does happen, That's right. in in other ways, and other and, <laughs> and, it, and it's it, documented. It's yeah. not like the Q and A bullshit.
1: Yeah. You know, if for people who have heard the name Malcolm X, he along with Martin Luther King, in my opinion, are two of the most uh, powerful advocates during the civil rights era. Malcolm X was an orator, at least the equal to that of Martin Luther King. He was an incredible speaker and he was part of the Nation of Islam, however you feel about that, that's your opinion, but he was an incredibly articulate and moving and persuasive, Individual and his—he's just—he uh, was incredible that way. I don't know how you feel about him or
0: if huh? you. It had an interesting, long and uh, yeah. uh, what would you call it—a fluid life. He—he he yeah. reacted to things that happened to him. He wanted to learn from things, yeah. and at the end, uh, he was coming around to seeing things. I wouldn't say like Martin Luther King, but he was at least. Starting to realize that it wasn 't all going to be changed through violence, and right. that was something that was incredibly important at that time right. and then to have this his murder take place right about that time right. was uh, touched off a lot of a lot of violence in the country
1: just quickly to your point, there was this tension in the, within the civil rights movement within the African American community about Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. It was kind of whos Whose side are you on in terms of how we move forward? Yeah. And you're absolutely right. They they eventually they seemed on that path. They met and and I think they worked out some of the sort of the other uh, personality issues. They seemed to be on the path. And then when when Malcolm X went to his pilgrimage um, in um, Hajj, the Hajj uh-huh. came
0: back. He was changed. Yeah, that's yeah that's really kind of the turning point. Yeah, from Politico. New emails and documents released by a congressional committee investigating the Trump administration's handling of the pandemic show the extent to which Trump and his goons interfered in the CDC's efforts to warn Americans about COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we knew that at the time that that they were doing it, but now we just have documented proof. They should haul these MFs into court and lock them up. I know. The emails and transcripts detail how, in the early days of 2020, Trump and his band of jackals in the White House blocked media briefings and interviews with CDC officials, attempted to alter public safety guidance normally cleared by the agency, and instructed agency officials to destroy evidence that might implicate Trump in the pandemic murder of hundreds of thousands of American citizens.
1: And something worse, they vilified everybody who didn't go along with it.
0: The documents further underscore how Trump appointees tried to undermine the work of scientists and career staff at the CDC. Yep. Oh, I need yeah. a break here. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mahler. Yeah. Let's play ball for a while, <laughs> Let's go play ball. Yeah, come on, Mahler. Good, good, good.
1: You know what's fun? Come yeah. You know, you know what's fun with Maller? What I, I, I've been... Yeah. What I've been doing lately is I've been going out there with a, yeah, right. good boy. I've been going out there with a wiffle ball. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, I love throwing it to him because it just doesn't stay in the same direction you think it's going to go. Yeah. So he's running after and yeah. thinking, I'm throwing it right at him. Yeah. And he's thinking, I got this. Yeah. And you should see the look on his face. I know. And yeah. I know. So look at yeah, like, what, what you... the hell is yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. I love that.
0: Yeah. From the Washington Post. Senators Ted Cruz, you know him, of Texas, Josh Hawley of Missouri and Marco Rubio of Florida are helping weaken the national security of the United States by blocking the confirmation of dozens of ambassadors, assistant secretaries of state and senior appointees. And what's important about this stuff is our soft diplomacy is what's going on here. So if you don't have those people in place, you end up in confrontations, military confrontations with, com- right. yeah, with These countries. These are pretty
1: important countries that they're yeah. blocking the ambassadorships to.
0: Rubio announced that he would block the nominations of Nicholas Burns to be U.S. ambassador to China. Yeah, You think we need an ambassador to China? <laughs> nah. <laughs> they're just a tiny little country of no consequence.
1: And we're not having any issues with them at no, all. No, no.
0: Yeah. So there's no need to. We don't need any diplomacy there. We should no, just no. bully them around.
1: Yeah. Do what we always do the seditionists are trying to essentially undermine any measure of success for the Biden administration. Yeah. This is so freaking obvious. And I in the know.
0: meantime, what they're doing is screwing up the country. Yes, yes. I don't know what position they, they expect to be in after this happens. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also Rubio it wants to block the nomination of uh, Julissa reynoso Pantaleón uh, to be ambassador to Spain. Burns, the ambassador who was uh, uh, the nominee for ambassador to China, was expected to receive widespread bipartisan support, including from Cruz. White House spokesman Chris Mayer criticized Senate Republicans for leading what he described as an unprecedented effort of obstruction by blocking dozens of President Biden's nominees and preventing them from advancing America's national security interests.
1: These people do not want to govern, okay? The Republican Party is not interested in governing. They do not want to see a functioning government. They are trying to destroy it.
0: Yeah, so, so they can make lots of money yes. and
1: as, as uh, are, have, yeah. have corporate rule. Right, As Steve Bannon has said on a number of occasions, the goal of the Trump administration is the destruction of the administrative state. He yep. said it out loud and Trump did it.
0: More than 80 State Department nominees are currently pending before the Senate. Of that, 51 are waiting for full Senate confirmation and nearly all of them are subject to holds. The U.S. has no ambassadors on the continent of Africa. That's the one that really stands out. Brett Bruin, a former Obama State Department official said, "'We're seeing an extraordinarily dangerous and destabilizing situation play out in Ethiopia.'" We've seen coups in just the last two months in Guinea and Sudan. Africa is a five alarm fire and we don't have any fire chiefs showing up to douse the flames, let alone to prevent it from spreading to other countries. Yep. Oh, I thought that would cheer us up. Boy, <laughs> you sure know how to yeah.
1: treat a guy. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, wow. I, I just, uh, um, I don't know what to say. What do you say, Ma? Uh, yeah, Mahler, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah. That's
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's try this one. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. Uh, I think I, we sh- I think we should issue uh, a disclaimer at the beginning of uh-huh. Weekly Signals. It says something along the lines of. Please do not operate heavy machinery or be around any sharp objects yeah. during the mm-hmm. during the broadcast of the.
0: Why? Well, sometimes I try to lighten it up. I, I talked about <laughs> cute little kids to start you, this off. You with.
1: did. You did. Yes.
0: Here's one that'll warm the cockles of your heart <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> A uh, kinetic judge found that conspiracy theorist. Theorist. Yes. Alex Jones. Oh, good guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones and his Infowar websites, they are liable for damages and lawsuits, uh... that's right, Mahler, <laughs> got by parents of children, killed in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Connecticut Superior Court Judge Barbara Bellis cited the defendant's willful non-compliance with the discovery process as the reasoning behind the ruling. What Jones did was repugnant. Absolutely. I mean, he's just, he's a piece of, Yeah, he
1: is.
0: You know, whatever I said a little while back. That's all right. On December 14th, 2012, 20 year old Adam Lanza killed 20 first graders and six educators at the Newton, Connecticut Elementary School. Lanza fatally shot his mother at their home before going to the school. He killed himself as police moved in. So what does Jones say about that? He characterized that as a hoax involving actors who are hired by groups in favor of gun control. Yeah,
1: he called it a false flag operation yeah. put together by people who's you just described them. Yeah, that it was completely a hoax. And by the way, they... that's the first time I've heard the shooter's name. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, to the credit of the national press, they didn't make a yeah. thing out of him like they did with Dylan Roof, yeah. the man who shot the the uh, South Carolina church. Yeah, him. yeah, but anyway, yeah. no, he's a pig. He's a a
0: waste of skin. Yeah. From the New York Times, Russia carried out an anti-satellite missile test obliterating one of its own satellites in orbit. (laughs) That's right. Smart move, Russia. Yeah. (laughs) The test created a vast cloud of debris that continues to orbit the earth. Yeah. All this metal is flying around out there. Sharp little sticks of metal. And they're so, going
1: at like a million miles an hour, right? I mean, I don't they, know. No, and they, that orbit, they travel. Yeah. Like, well, and you're traveling. Yeah. You know, you
0: got to run into it if it's just a cloud sitting there. Right. You know, right.
1: right. But, <sighs> but at that speed, these things are like little bullets. Yeah. I mean, whatever they, they're going to penetrate. They're going to.
0: Yeah. Some of the material came dangerously close to the International Space Station, yeah. forcing astronauts to take shelter for hours in a pair of spacecraft capable of returning them to Earth. Secretary of State. Anthony Blinken. I like his name.
1: Yeah.
0: Winking and Blinken. <laughs> it makes me feel happy when I think of Tony Blinken. Anyway, he described the missile strike as recklessly conducted. This test has so far generated over 1,500 pieces of trackable orbital debris and will likely generate hundreds of thousands of pieces of smaller orbital debris. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. The U.S. Space Command said in a statement that the debris will remain in orbit for years and potentially for decades, posing a significant risk to the crew on the International Space Station and other human spaceflight activities.
1: Should I be worried that the Russians, I'm sure we are, the Russians are developing a more sophisticated way to shoot down satellites? Is this, was this just a stupid thing or, or was it a deliberate attempt to see how the technology worked? and well, shooting down other satellites yeah, I don't know I don't know it's it's all ridiculous we're going to turn we're going to turn Thanks, space Russia. space into a, a battlefield now we're yeah. on our way to doing that Yeah, Trump had his space force or space whatever it was space called Wars. space force space force stupid man <laughs> do you ever play hopscotch I did when I was a kid
0: yeah, yeah did I, you like it? it yeah I did I did I you ever it. feel like you were you know maybe bending your gender when you did that
1: that yeah, was a girl thing, but I I enjoyed it it. girl thing. It, it was when I was growing up. It was a girl thing. I know it was. Yeah, yeah, I was growing yeah, up too.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I remember but, uh, yeah. guys making fun of me. Because yeah. I was good at it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know what? Improves your footwork. Yeah. If you ever if you play any sports like basketball, you're able to do that. Yeah. It sort of gets your well, mind. It is in... almost
0: like that tire yeah. drill in football. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Hopscotch has been effectively banned in a city in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> why? <laughs> the ordinance regulates flags, murals, memorials, banners, and even chalk art displayed on buildings, light posts, flagpoles, streets, and sidewalks, parks, and other city infrastructure. Yeah. So they were having trouble with people saying offensive things. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Is it like Black they did Lives that.
1: Matter or something written on the on in a hopscotch thing. Yeah, or? kinda. Kinda. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's designed to allow the city to protect and maintain the aesthetics of city-owned property. So you can't play hopscotch on the sidewalks of new Anoka. Yeah. But you won't have to read any vulgar sayings or pro um, things you don't yeah. like yeah. things.
1: Well, when the forests are bursting into flames in yeah. a few years, I think one of the maybe lower on the priority list will be looking at things that might yeah. upset your your yeah. fragile sensibility. Uh-huh. Don't you think?
0: How about if you wrote in chalk we're all burning? Exactly. Yeah. I guess I guess that would be against the law maybe, in New Orleans. Maybe that might
1: be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And finally, from the BBC. I'd like to apologize for all the horrible news that I brought today. <laughs> and next week we'll try to do better. From the BBC, in 1957, some parts of London's Thames River were declared biologically dead. But now the Thames is home to seahorses, okay. seals, lots of fishes, and three kinds of sharks. Okay. The tope, the starry-eyed smooth hound, and the spur dog. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals weekly review podcast at weeklysignals.com weeklysignals.com Subscribe now.